Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. Ask questions uh, by clicking the listen button and check out past episodes of the show and much more information there as well. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking about awkward moments uh, that an advisor will often have to walk people through these conversations. Also, where do you stand when it comes to your mindset in your view of your retirement preparation? All that plus maybe a listener question or two on the docket today. But before we get to all of that, let's just catch up first, Kevin. How's life in your neck of the woods? The mayflies are in in hatching and the hex are hatching. Mm, that's so music I'm, to your ears, right? That's music. I'm ready to get out there. Yeah, and hit the, hit the asabo and see if I can't catch one of those big elusive trout. So. Nice. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so you're going to be hitting that this weekend, it sounds like? Yeah, I hope so. Yep. Yeah, very yep. nice. Well, we don't usually go up there in the weekend. We'll go easier. Um, you know, I'll wait till probably Wednesday, Thursday, sneak out of the office a little bit. Ah, and, uh, you want to get it, up there when no one else is around. Well, the canoers take over the uh, sable typically on uh, on the weekend, so it's tough to fish. So, Gotcha. Yep. Do they scare the fish away, or it's just you're kind of constantly having to like adjust where your line is because it's so crowded and that sort of thing? Well, it's, it's crowded, yeah. So, you know, the canoers um, having fun also, so... I just don't, you know, and then you got to constantly adjust your line because the canoes yeah. are coming through. But I, I get it. I would, I, I've canoed that many times myself, so I have no ill will there. I just don't want to do it and where it's a little bit less crowded, so. Yeah, all that makes sense, I think. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, good luck when you do hit the water, and uh, it sounds like the bug report is sending you back good things. So yep. That was one thing Paul said. You'll never hear that in my language. <laughs> I'm looking at a bug report. So yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. That's why I really want my dad to pick up fly fishing in retirement because – you know, he's he was a bug man for all those years and knows all about, you know, various flies and all sorts of stuff, but he's never tried fly fishing. I'm like, you know, the entomology of like all of these things. Why don't you uh, why don't you give it a shot? So he would probably be much better at it than the rest of us knowing what they're eating on. Right. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah, knows yeah. he is a prolific studier. Um, uh, he we were it was funny. We were talking this past weekend, Kevin, and he was like. Man, if I could go back in time and be as good, like he consumes books like nothing I've ever seen. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago he started reading. And he'd like, he never read books until just a few years ago, started reading. And now he can read a book in a day, like wow. just, just tears through books. It's incredible. And he loves studying and take, and he's really good at test taking now with like all the stuff he has to do for his pest control work and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, uh, really impressive. And he's like, man, if I could have just studied like this back when I was a kid, I would have been in good, <laughs> really good shape over the years. He'd be president but, of the United States. Yeah, now, right? no yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's like, that's the, that's the, uh, the attitude in and the work ethic now, but yeah. you know, is 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 what it is, right? You learn as you get older, and, and sometimes get yeah. better at things as you age. So I, I think we had it. We need to age in reverse. That would be much better. That would be good. Right. A little Benjamin Button action. That'd yeah, be fantastic. there you go. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, I can get him onto the uh, fly fishing routine. Uh, next time he comes and visits in Colorado, we're going to take him out and introduce him to it and see if he can, not that I know what I'm doing, but <laughs> <laughs> see if he at least can figure it all out. So, It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I think so. Well, let's talk about awkward moments. You, you mentioned the one that you had with Paul there, and we're going to talk about how part of being a good financial advisor is helping people navigate through those awkward and maybe uncomfortable situations and conversations related to their money. And I'm hoping, Kevin, that you can tell us a little bit about how you guide your clients who find themselves in these various awkward situations that we're going to work through. And uh, just talk about how those play out and and what we kind of discover through these uh, different things. Uh, So the first one I have on the list here, we kind of made a list of different awkward conversations you might encounter, uh, would be a client who wants to remove one of their children as beneficiary on their accounts. Yeah, that qualifies as a bit of an awkward conversation, doesn't it? It, it is. So when you just said that, Walter, what did, what went through your mind? Oh, I'm thinking, okay, kid getting removed as a beneficiary, maybe they're acting up or the the parents yeah. lost confidence in their ability to like handle money or something yeah, like that. Maybe permanent too. It could be permanent, yeah. Yeah, right. So that's the thing. We, we had a gentleman who came in and unfortunately his daughter at the time had a big drug problem. So um, he would come in and, you know, we'd say, we, I, I need to take her out. I need to make different provisions for her because she can't handle money right now. And then he'd come back in maybe six months later and you know, she's doing very good. Let's put her back in. So just because you take somebody out as a beneficiary doesn't mean you can't change it down the road. So I think that's the harder part for people to think about is it's permanent. It's not permanent. And with this particular client, his daughter was in and out probably six or seven times um, until she finally uh, kicked it. She's, she's doing good. She's been back as beneficiary, part beneficiary for probably the better part of eight, nine years now. And that's obviously a better conversation to have is, all right, so once a client sits down with you, you know, they don't necessarily want to tell you what's going on while they want to take a beneficiary out sometimes. So you have to get to that, you know, the bottom line. Well, what's going on here? Can, you know, can we help you do something else other than do this? And in this case, you know, it made perfect sense when take her out. And then the other conversation comes uh, a lot of times is, all right, we can put her, you know, you can put her back in right now because she's cleaned up her act. She's doing good. She's got a job. She's got a family now. Everything's going the way you always wanted to do. So when you think about removing a beneficiary, just don't think it's permanent because it's not permanent. You can add and remove beneficiaries as you see fit. Yeah, I think that one makes sense and a good conversation to have. But there's, there is some permanency to that, right? You can always go back and undo it if you want to. But yes, there are some hoops to jump through. And it's it's just it's a bigger decision than just uh, maybe some of the smaller, simpler on the fly ones that you make in your financial life. Because it is out. a big decision. Because what happens sometimes if that person you know, um, let, let, let's just, I'll give you another example. Let's just say that that person didn't get their act together and then was starting to get it together and maybe the last three months and then something happened to the parent. And then that person, that, that child feels, you know, guilty, maybe, you know, caused the parent's death in this particular instance I'm thinking about because of all the stress that they caused. So there's lots of issues that go along with that, trust me. And uh, we've handled that over the three decades plus, as you put it here in our office many times. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, how about another awkward moment, Kevin? A couple that you've worked with for a long time is getting divorced. Uh, obviously more common in our world today than it was many years ago. Thankfully, I, I can't think of too many, but I can think of a couple right now that they were married 25, 25, 26 years and they ended up getting divorced. Um, it's just a tough situation to be in, you know, so now we have to split assets and some, you know, but the time the court com- comes in and Maybe we have to shift assets from one side to the other. And typically when we're 
were doing that. I've gotten to know them for, you know, 10, 20, 25 years in this case. So, you know, I'm kind of uh, misaligned there. I mean, what do you do in that particular case? Well, you have to treat them like you've always treated them. And it's just different now. They're not a couple. They're separate. They still have their, their goals. They still want to retire at a certain time. So the planning has changed because now we're divorced. So now each person in this particular instance got their own plan typically will work out in most cases and and but that's just a tough tough spot to be in because you get to know everybody they're like family here you hate to see that happen but sometimes it does like you said walter and then we just have to start not new but we have to do individual plans versus you know a joint plan and we have to you know look at social securities and pensions and you know, if there's quadros put in place or, you know, some spouse's IRA got moved over to the other spouse part of it, all those types of things get into that planning process. And it's sometimes it can be very, very emotional, too. And, you know, you just that's part of life. That's part of what an advisor does is we help our people, if it comes to that point, get through that process and get them going on to the next step in their life. Great points all across the board so far, Kevin. If you've got questions about anything we hit on today, folks, you can always reach out to Kevin and spark up a one-on-one conversation about your particular situation, your plan, or if you just have a question on your mind that you want to run by Kevin, you can uh, talk to him about that as well. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. We won't put you on the air. You'll be able to have a conversation with Kevin offline. Uh, If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note, and Kevin and the team will follow back up with you. 888-885-PLAN is that number, 888 885-7526 and always online at insightfolios.com. And we're talking about awkward moments and how financial advisors should be helping you navigate through some of these tough conversations. Another one, Kevin, might be if somebody gets emotional in your office. Maybe they start crying because of some financial stress. Have you had to have the tissue box nearby in any meetings in your career? Well, a couple people come to mind right now, Walter. One was scammed out of $10,000. So that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, that's tough to get over, right? It is. And, you know, the person on the other end of the phone made it sound like they're, you know, you heard you heard this one. I'm sure you have. Their grandchild was in, in jail and we had to get him out. And they ended up giving them their account number to uh, their bank account. And, you know, things got hairy from there. They, they swiped money out of there very quickly. And um, so you know, that was a, a kind of an embarrassing situation come in. And, you know, so we had to put locks on their accounts here. And we had to do several things, you know, keep them change accounts at the banks and all those other types of things that come in line. But that was a difficult meeting because my client felt embarrassed, very embarrassed that she fell for something like that. You know, I don't want to call it prank, but what would you call it, Walter? The scam yeah. that came through. And then, you know, that $10,000 was immediately taking out of her account and she was worried are they going to get into my IRA accounts are you going to get in the accounts I have with you so that was the you know the phone call I need to come in I need to see you very quickly and it got very quickly emotional I feel stupid you know I feel I feel I shouldn't have went down there I've heard all about this on the TV and on the radio but yet I fell for it so again we just looked at her accounts and we made sure that you know things were up and running there correctly and then you know we put some alerts on things so if anything happened over there we'd be notified but that happens from time to time and you know it ha- it happens to the best of us so don't you know don't hold back you know if something like that happens you have to you know announce or tell your advisor so we can put some alerts on your accounts make sure nothing else is going on, on the other side so just be you know that happens and don't be too embarrassed because it's, it, embarrassing stuff happens all the time and you know you're not left alone out of that 
I know that um, that can cause a lot of stress and, and tears from folks as well. But boy, I would imagine we could expand on that embarrassing part of your response there, Kevin, even more, because that's got to be a reason why people avoid getting financial advice um, probably more often than we would think. People are embarrassed by maybe what they've gotten themselves into or a situation that's happened in their lives. And hey, I'm not even going to seek help because it's just too embarrassing to admit or talk about. Well, yeah, that happens also. I mean, we have a, a very good client of mine. Her name was Betty, and her her sister was being taken advantage of. My client came in and said, what can we do here? The son was taking advantage of her. Son had an addiction problem. So, you know, the sister finally told her, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed, but what do I do? He's my son. And then, you know, had the conversation. Can't continue to do this because if you do, you're not going to have anything um, you know, money-wise left for you. So those things happen. Not a lot that I've seen, you know, my, in my years of being an advisor, but they do happen and you have to face them. And sometimes it's, you know, you have to confront a person and say, listen, you know, I think you're being taken advantage of, you know, here's some things that we need to look at. And if you don't correct your, um, you know, the way things are going, you're going to, you may be in uh, trouble as far as money goes. And you, it, somewhere down the road, it's, you know, it's harder to dig out of that hole. All right, last example here, Kevin, and then we'll wrap up this awkward moments conversation. What happens when someone knows they need to make a change from their current financial advisor, but they've been working with them for so long that they really don't know how to how to tell the advisor that they're ending the relationship, moving on, or changing up? Well, that just happened here literally a month or maybe two months ago. We had a, a client came in, or he wasn't a client at the time, but he came in and we put the simplicity plan together for him. And he had a, a bunch of product for investments. What I mean by product, it was pretty much all the same thing. It really didn't solve anything going down the road. And how do I know I didn't solve anything? Because he never had a plan. So this, you know, this particular person had X amount of dollars available and it was always the same product that this advisor sold to, for lack of a better word, sold to him. So we put his plan together and he's five years out from retirement and he's going to need income. And that product that he had was not going to solve that situation. So we had to talk, you know, I think you need to switch from this, from the product you have now to something that's going to produce the income that you're going to need when you get into retirement. And not only that, it's better suited for you. It's going to meet your needs. And you can see in the plan how it's going to help you going forward. Where before they came in the office, they never had any plan. It was always a product that fixed everything. So this particular person had the same conversation with me. You know, geez, I've been with this this particular advisor, you know, a long time. I don't know how I can do it. And I said, you know, it's your plan. You can choose to stay where you're at. Or you can choose to move. It's up to you. I cannot do it for you. You have to have that conversation. But in order to have that conversation, it has to make sense to to you. You have to see the benefit of it. You have to see where I'm coming from in this interest, that it is in your best interest, that it is going to provide the income that you're going to need. It is going to help you get to and through retirement. All those types of things that we talk about. So if you're getting you know, a bunch of products in your portfolio and you have no plan, to see how they're going to work once you get into retirement or get you to retirement, that's a warning flag. We need to see how it's going to help you in retirement, how it's going to be, you're going to get Social Security and he's going to get a pension in this things, how it's going to enhance your retirement, how it's going to produce that extra income that you need, how it's going to fill that shortfall. So if that's you and you don't have something like that, give us a call. I'd love to sit down and talk with you. That's what I do here every day. I love building income plans. I love getting people to and through retirement. That's my passion. 
And if that's you and you don't have an advisor or you need to have a different, difficult conversation with your advisor, give me a call. I'll help you through that. We'll build the plan and we'll see if it makes sense in your case. Again, that number to call to get in touch with Kevin is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure you're on the right track to get to and through retirement with a great financial plan in place. And Kevin can help you see where you stand right now and how to improve it going forward. So if you have a simple financial question or you're ready for a full review, either way, you can start your conversation by reaching out to Kevin Ray. 888-885-PLAN is that number. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. Kevin will return that call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. You can also schedule a time to visit or find out more information online, insightfolios.com. Hey, more to come on today's show, so stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Coming up, we're going to be talking about where you stand. What are your different mindsets when it comes to your views on retirement? How does that impact your plan? Should be a good conversation. That's coming up on today's show. Let's see what people are saying about Simply Financial. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Now, back to the show. Marching along on Simply Financial today, Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can email Kevin, kevin at insidefolios.com if you've got any questions you want to address that way. That's kevin at insidefolios.com. You know, Kevin, different people have varying mindsets when it comes to their views on retirement. And I'm wondering if we can talk about some of the conversations you've had with people over the years who express these different mindsets Got a couple of different scenarios we can walk through on the show, and I bet some of these are going to resonate with everybody listening to the show today. So I think this will be okay. fun. Sounds like fun. All right. So let's say somebody's got this mindset where they say, you know what? I hate my job. How soon can I retire? You ever meet with somebody who's got that kind of urgency? <laughs> yeah, more often than you think, Walter. Right. That's a funny story, but we had a couple come in here. That's probably two years ago now, I think. The exact same conversation. I can't take it anymore. You know, it used to be fun. It isn't fun anymore. How soon can I retire? So we, we, well, we sit down in my office. I fired up the 65-inch Dell computer on my wall, and we start building a plan. And by the time we were done, the answer was, well, you can retire right now if you want. He teared up. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he was like, I didn't think I was even close. So we built that income plan. I showed him, you know, how we how the in income is going to be generated, how his wife can still continue to work because she wanted to work. And all of these things came to place within probably an hour and a half. And we sat down. And like I said, it got very emotional very quick because he was so relieved because he thought he's going to have to work there another five, six, seven years. And the bottom line is today, this, now this was two years ago, he, he took a, a year off took two years off and now he's back working part-time at something he really really enjoys and that's that's a, the fun part of my my job is to help people do that to help them realize hey yeah it can it can do now he doesn't he didn't want to go i mean he didn't have to go back to work he just wanted to go back to work two or three days a week to fill some of his time and that's exactly what he's doing and his work now is his hobby that was his hobby before he started this new job. So it all worked out great. So when you hate your job, if that's you, uh, more often times than not, Walter, and people come in, they can retire sooner than than they thought because of the heavy lifting they already done, meaning they you know, put money in their 401ks, they put money in their IRAs, they saved, they got their emergency funds built up, and they're in a lot better shape than what they think. The missing part of all of this is 
they don't have a plan. So when we put the plan together and we can show them, you know, you're in good, good financial shape, that's what changes. And that's when, you know, the mindset can change. And you're like, geez, I'm, you know, I didn't think I was this close. So don't wait if that's you. Come in, you know, sit down and do that process. I bet you're closer than what you think. Mm, great point. Skevin, absolutely. Where do you stand in these different mindsets? If one of these resonates with you and you want to talk to Kevin a little more about it, give him a call at 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. How about this mindset, Kevin? If somebody comes in and says, you know, I'm starting to think about retirement, but I really have no idea when I can retire or how much I can spend when I do. Well, that's like music to your ears, right? That's, that's, that's the whole point of why you're there. That is. That's what we do here. That's what we specialize in. So, and it starts with what, Walter? What do we start doing? Uh, start with uh, the budget, with the conversation. The the budget and the planning and all that stuff, right? The conversation, you're exactly right. So we start building that plan. So what are we going to do in this plan that, you know, this mystical plan we talk about each and every week, Walter? Well, first of all, I'm going to put your Social Security benefits in there. If you have a pension, I'm going to put that in there. All other income, maybe have rentals, we'll put that in there. We're going to put your assets in there, what you save for retirement, 401ks, IRAs, those types of things, cash in the bank. And then we're going to project. We're going to say... All right, how much income do you need? In most cases, people really don't have a good idea, so we're going to give them a budget sheet or we're going to help them you know, say what you're currently doing. We're going to what if it that day. And then I'm going to say, well, guess what? You're closer or no, we need to go a few more years. We need to tweak this. We need to tweak that in order to get you there. But it starts with a plan. How else do you take a trip, Walter? If you, you've, you've moved from North Carolina to Walter, you just didn't say one day I'm going to do it. You had a planning process in place and you did that. Now, sometimes plans go awry. Sometimes the divorces, like we talked earlier, those types of things go awry. But at least you have something to fall back on. You have a solid income plan to get you into retirement, get you through retirement. Something you can look at each and every year to see if you're on track. That's what most people are lacking that's why they don't have an idea whether it makes sense for them or not. If you put this plan in place, you can look at it every single day if you want or every single year to see if you're on track. And that's what gives people the confidence to go into retirement and get through retirement. And it all starts with sitting down, put a plan together to make sure it is feasible for you. Mm, great points, Kevin. Again, that number to call if you want to put together that plan and start the process. Very easy to do. It all just begins with a conversation. And then Kevin walks you through step by step from there. 888 888- 885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, if somebody's listening to today's show and they're thinking to themselves, you know, I'd love to retire soon, but I've heard that you need at least a million dollars to be able to retire, and I still got a long way to go in that regard. Well, what's your response to somebody who's got that on their mindset today? Well, that's, what, what do you think that comes from, Walter? I need a million dollars. Probably just, it's a nice round number, and we like yep. round numbers. And commercials, like where people walk around with the big number under their arms. I don't know if those commercials are still airing today, Kevin, but I th- I still remember them from many years ago. Um, you know, and it's, it's got that, like, there's this target number out there. And also with inflation and everything else, I mean, you, you hear a millionaire ain't what it used to be these days, right? Like Yeah, oh, so, yogiism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the million dollars is a nice round number, but in our area here in Michigan, we have big companies and a lot of people have pensions. You know, there's Boilermakers, there's GM, there's Dow, there's DuPont, and these pensions are are big in some cases. In most cases, they're big. So that's going to be a good part. So if you're getting, let's say, twenty or thirty or $40,000 a year and sometimes $100,000 a year in, in pensions... Do you really need a million dollars, do you think, Walter? Oh, probably not. 
probably not because that's going to take up a lot of the income that you're going to need. That's going to supplement a lot of the income that you need. So if you're in that particular instance where you have you know, pensions coming in and your neighbor doesn't have a pension, well, your neighbor may need that million in this case, but you may not because you have that additional income that comes in on a monthly basis. So don't get this stuck in your head because the, you know, the social media, the news networks, the commercials like Walter is saying, you have to have a million dollars. Well, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. How do you find out? How do you know if you need a million dollars? Again, it starts with the planning process. You know, most everybody that comes in my Walter has what, what I call a shortfall. So they need, let's say, $5,000 a month to live on and they have four. So we need $1,000 a month. How are we going to fill that shortfall? And that's where the, the planning aspect comes in. Maybe it takes a million dollars to fill it. Maybe it takes $500,000 to fill it. We don't know until you sit down and you start that that planning process. And when we get done, it comes back to a very specific number. And that number is what rate of return do you need to earn on what you've already saved to get you to and through retirement? And if it's a low number, well, maybe you, maybe you need half of that million. We don't know until you sit down and we start doing the planning process. We start what if in it. Well, how much income do you need? You know, Are you going to need long-term care in the future? What if you want to go on extra trips? All of these things come into plan, and we can put it in a simplicity plan. It's called life events, and then we can get a really good snapshot, a really good indication of whether this is feasible or not. So don't procrastinate. That's what most people, you know, the holds them back is procrastination. Don't procrastinate. Start that planning process. See where you're standing. And if you're not in good shape, there's time to fix it and there's time to adjust to make sure that you can get into retirement. If you have that in your mindset, hey, I, I need a certain number. Well, get a look at that situation because often the reality is very different from what that assumption or that perception is. Uh, if you have someone who has the mindset, Kevin, that says, I don't ever plan to retire. I, I'd be bored in retirement. How, what am I going to do with my time? How, how am I going to get there? What am I going to do every day? I'm just going to keep working forever. What, what's necessarily wrong with that line of thinking? And what does the conversation then sound like that you have with folks like that? Well, I have a couple of people that, that continue working in their 70s and their 80s, Walter, for yeah. that particular. They love it. Is it I was right? going to say, is there anything wrong with that one? No, there's okay. nothing wrong with that one at, at all. You know, Lou, if you're listening, you know, I'm talking about you. You you know, you worked and then another person comes to mind, Mike, he's working and they love what they do. It fills their time. And so that's the conversation. What's wrong with that? If you love it, what's wrong? I don't see anything wrong with that. In fact, that, you know, if you're happier in retirement, less stress, you keep busy, on average, you're going you're, you're gonna to be better off. So I, I have those conversations like there's nothing wrong with that. Let's plan in. So maybe your spouse doesn't want to work. So maybe we need to do something for the spouse. But if you don't ever want to retire, I'm Walter, I'm probably going to be in that same boat my, myself. I love what I do. I'm going to pull back. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to work the hours I used to, but I'm still going to work. If, if you um, look at other people in your life, it's not uncommon anymore. We, you know, For me, I love to be busy. I love to help people. I love to see what my work produces for other people, and I'm going to be in that same boat. You know, I'd be bored if I had nothing to do all day long. I can only fish so long or hunt so long. So that I'm lumped right into that question that you just said, Walter. And I'm assuming you will be sometime in the future too. You'll probably still want to keep your finger in the in, in this type of business that you're doing. Yeah, it's it's not uncommon, certainly, for people to want to still be uh, dabbling a little bit or working in their retirement, those transitions. So yeah, don't feel ashamed if you want to still keep some no. element of work in your 
your life. I think that's the big change from, you know, maybe a decade or two ago where it was almost taboo to keep working in retirement. It was a sign of failure. Uh, not really anymore. It doesn't have that impression. So No, that was a big taboo, wasn't it? If you yeah. think back. Oh, you're still like, working. Well, oh, wow. What did you do wrong? You yeah. know, type thing. No, now it's like, I, you know, you can see the people that have big smiles on their face. They love getting up in the morning. They love the camaraderie, going into work. All these things come into play, and they just like helping people generally. Yeah. So The studies show if you don't have something to do in retirement, you typically live a much shorter life in your retirement. Years. Yes, yeah. So yeah. keep that purpose in some way, shape, or form. Last one, let's hit this, Kevin, uh, our, our kind of fifth example here of different mindsets people have in retirement. If you're listening to today's show and you're thinking, if we really cut back on some of our spending, we could probably retire soon. I bet that hits on a lot of people tuning in today. What would you say to those folks? Most of the time, it will help you. Um, I'll give you a great example. <laughs> it is some common sense. <laughs> yeah, it is common sense, right? So three years ago, we had a couple come in here and they wanted to retire at age 60. And they were they were enjoying life. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong. They were you know going on vacations. They were you know buying the big trucks and the fifth wheels and all those other types of things. And the conversation they started with me. You know what? You know we've done all those things. What if we cut back on our spending and we save X amount of dollars because we're spending it this year? You know, and for in years prior, what can we do? Well, I'll tell you what it did. It, sp- it sped up the the quickest way that they could retire. They retired. Th- they're going to retire this summer after three years of cutting, but they saved a lot of money. I can tell you that. And it just enhanced their picture. So now they're going to be, you know, traveling a little bit. They're not going to be as busy as they used to be, but they're in really good shape. So when they really cut back, I mean, they really cut back, Walter, five, you know, five and six figures they were saving a year. Um, and it really propelled them to get to and to the retirement uh point where they're at right now. So if you're thinking, can I cut back on my spending? Is it, will it help you retire? I can tell you it will if you save it, you know, because once you save it, that just adds to the to the pot and it, that's going to help fill your shortfalls that we talk about each and every week. And that's going to generate income for you because when you stop working, your paycheck stops. So Whatever you save now are your employees. They need to go to work seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and their job is to produce the income, fill the shortfall that most people have going into retirement. How do you do that? Well, again, we talk about plans all day today. It starts with the planning process. You sit down and you put all these things into motion and we look at it on the, on the plan and see how it's going to help you. And in most cases, it will enhance you. It will get you to retirement earlier. It will give you more income. It will allow you to do more things in retirement than you thought. So don't procrastinate. Don't sit on the sidelines. Start that process because it's your life. We can't do it for you. Don't procrastinate. You have to take the first step. You have to you know, step up to the batter's plate and start swinging at that ball and get it in motion. So don't procrastinate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call if you have nobody. I'd love to help you. Again, that number to call if you need any assistance with your retirement preparation, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can have an in-depth conversation about where you stand right now and the changes you need to make to have a successful retirement. 888-885-PLAN is that number to dial. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note. Kevin or the sensational Stacy will return that call and set up a time to chat over the phone or visit in person or hop on Zoom. Lots of different ways that you can connect and begin this conversation. It's not intimidating. It's not. Uh, it's not going to burden you in your everyday life. It's just. Uh, it's just a conversation and a way to get started for sure. Eight 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 five plan is the number. That's triple eight. 888- 
885-7526. You know, when all of these things have in common is, is just uncertainty. You know, if you've got uncertainty about your retirement or your financial future, that's usually just the spark that you need to take action, have a conversation, and work with somebody who's used to navigating people through these kinds of conversations and issues. So again, pick up the phone, call Kevin at 888-885-PLAN or online at insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. We'll try to answer one of our listener questions before we wrap things up for the week and more straight ahead on Simply Financial. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. And it's a straightforward question this week, Kevin, since we've kind of hit the start of summer. I'm just curious if you have any big plans for travel or anything exciting happening this summer or uh, through the rest of the year. I do. Dan and I and, and Lee are going back to Montana in September to do our fly fishing. And I'm looking forward to that. We're going to go visit Bruce and his wife out on, in New Hampshire, have some lobsters. Nice. Um, you know, you're fil- you're familiar with that part of the town because oh, yeah. you go out there all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to have a couple other trips here and there, but I really look forward to Montana. I just love that state. And one of these days, you may be hearing me doing it, you know, the show from Montana is I moved out there during the summer, whatever it happens to be. But I um, uh, love that fly fishing out there in Montana and the scenery and the wildlife. I just just this, I think in my previous life, that's where I lived, Walter. I don't know. How about you? Just just watch out for the grizzly bears, right? Well, that's the thing. So, you know, this is a, this is not a funny story, but it's a story that the guides that we go with, the owner of the company was mauled by a grizzly bear three years ago. Oh, wow. I, th- yep. I think I remember you mentioning that on the yep. previous uh, Montana conversation. Yeah. It, uh, so that's, it's scary up there. And um, right where we launched two years ago or a year ago, a lady was mauled to death right there across the stream. Man. So, the, you know, I'm, I'm always asking the guides, do you have, you know, the bear spray? Do you, what kind of protection do you have? Yeah. And I was going to say, do you things. have the bear spray, Kevin? Uh, I couldn't buy it last time because of everybody bought it up. So oh, I had to okay. rely on the guides. But normally gotcha. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I guess I it's kind of hard to buy that in advance and take it on the plane and all that, right? Because I imagine they don't allow that on the in the carry on. <laughs> you no, they, you don't. But and to buy a big can around here, people don't do it because the, you know, y'all it's don't not have bears. Like, yeah. It's not like Montana, right? So right. when I got out there, they're all sold out. That's normally where I buy it. Cause, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Amazon, Amazon, baby. That's where you can get it. <laughs> I, I never thought about looking there. You can get anything there, right? Yeah, I don't know I, why you wouldn't be able to get bear spray. I can get the man size, you know, bear spray. There thing, you go. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me the massive can of it, uh, just for for backup purposes. Uh, let's see. I'm looking it up. Bear spray, and sure enough, yeah, you can get it. You can get it. All right, I'll have mm-hmm. to look on there and. And then maybe ship it out there this year or, or take it and put it in my check on yeah. luggage. Wow, yeah. more expensive than I would have thought. It's yeah. like 40, 50 bucks for bear spray. But it's 40, 50 bucks well spent if you need it. Well, is that not the most uh, intelligent comment of all the, time? Yeah, absolutely. The, the scary thing about the bear spray, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you read the can, it says wait till the bear gets about 15 foot away from you. That's what I've heard. Yeah, like you cannot panic and let it go too soon. Otherwise, right. it'll disperse enough to where it won't affect him when he comes running at you, right? Right. So, right. yeah, you got to wait till he's close and then pop him with it. You know, one of the guides, you know, was charged by a cougar one time and, you know, fake charged by a mother because she had two, a grizzly mother because she oh, had two man. cubs in the stream. So I'm like, 
every year I go out there. You're hearing stories. Where Where are the Grizzlies? That's my first question. Let's go below that. This is my second request. So, yes, yeah. yes. Good I don't want to go up there and fool with the Grizzlies. So Great point. I love it. Well, very cool. We, uh, we've got a couple of trips planned this year, mostly to visit family back and forth. And with my parents moving to Maine later this year, I'm sure I'll do a trip or two up there to help them with the move and all that. But our big one will be uh, next year. Um, we are currently planning a, a two-ish week trip to Vietnam. And uh, so we're going to say that's where my uh, my wife's uh, parents are from. Uh, they're Vietnamese. And so we want to try and get back there. She's never been. And we want to try and get back there while her dad is still able to join us and kind of be our guide and that sort of thing. Nice. So we've been talking about doing it for years. And then we were going to do it a couple years ago. And, of course, the pandemic happened. And so that kind of ruined that plan. And her dad is uh, 80, the, turning 80 this year. So, you know, we're, we're running out of years to where that big trip uh, that he can undertake. So so we're like, we're finally going to make it happen. And early next year, we plan to go on that. And then the cool thing is uh, her sisters were able to kind of already jump in and say, hey, we'll go too. And so it's going to be their whole family is going to kind of be able to do the trip. So it's going to be a, that'll be very memorable and probably a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So yeah, I hear it's beautiful up there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going during the off season where it's right before the rainy season starts. And, but yeah, it's not too hot yet, which I was like, that's important for me because <laughs> I'm going to die in that humidity, especially after being used to the no humidity in Colorado for a while. So anyway, so that's the big trip on our docket in the next year or so. Well, we'll have to put some of those pictures on uh, the website here for you. So we could definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. We'll share some when we get back. Well, I'm sure we'll put together a little YouTube video or something like that with a montage of, of the trip and all that jazz. So yeah, be cool stuff. Uh, well, very good, Kevin. Uh, thanks for letting us know about some of the things you've got coming up this year. It's always fun to talk about travel and plans and things like that. Uh, more coming up on today's show. We'll answer a listener question before we run off for the week. Coming up next here on Simply Financial. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. Time to wrap things up on Simply Financial, but before we do, we have a listener question we want to cover on the program and uh, end with this this week, and hopefully some helpful advice for Roy, who is our question asker. You can email Kevin at kevin at insightfolios.com or online through the listen button. You can go to insightfolios.com and ask a question that way. Roy says, my wife died a month ago. Sorry to hear that, Roy. And she was the one who handled most of our financial matters. I'm in the process of organizing things now. What are the main financial things that I need to think about? She'd been retired for a few years, and I just retired last year. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Roy. Um, unfortunately, there's a couple of things that you we have to look at right now. So obviously income. Income, so if your wife was receiving Social Security, um, you know, there's going to be missing Social Security, either yours or hers. Um, if there's a pension, you need to contact the pension department and, and hopefully, you know, before she took that pension, they put you on as what's called the spouse. So you have that option to continue that. Um, so income is going to be your number one need. So you should rethink that because you're going to be missing some income in most in most cases. Other things to think about, you need to probably change your beneficiaries. So if you have bank accounts now, um, your IRA accounts, your financial uh, accounts. We need to look at change in beneficiaries. So if you have children, the primary now is probably going to be the children in this instance, 
and we need to update all those beneficiaries accounts. Make sure make sure you do that. A lot of times you have life insurance with if your wife retired from one of the big companies, you have some life insurance. So you have to go down that avenue and you have to contact them. You need to update your powers of attorney, your health powers of attorney, your financial powers of attorney, because in most cases, your spouse is, a, is the power of attorney for you. So now who's going to act on your behalf in the, in the instance where you're going to need some help in those particular things? You also want to check after a year or so, you want to go to the state of Michigan and look at unclaimed property. A lot of times there will be something that was missed and it'll be be listed there and um, you can find things like that. Those are the few things that are coming to the top of my mind um, right now, Roy, but income is going to be good. Update beneficiaries, update your powers of attorney, go to the unclaimed property site and um, you know get your family involved in a lot of this too. So if something happens to you, to you, they know where to go. They know where to turn. They know where these you know, your beneficiaries are and see your, I mean, your powers of attorney, update your beneficiaries, all those types of things come into play. It's a tough thing to go through. It's emotional. Normally I tell people, you know, let's take at least three to six months before you make any radical decision because it's so raw, it's so emotional right now, but let's get the, the, the things in place that need to be getting in place. Let's look at your income. Let's look at updating your beneficiaries, your powers of attorney, those types of things. Right, if you got any other questions, just give me a call. I'd be happy to sit down and help you or answer any questions that you have. Good advice, Kevin, and that's helpful perspective. Thanks for the question, Roy. Again, the number to call if you have a similar situation to Roy or some other financial question that's on your mind and you need some assistance working through that, give Kevin a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folio's based in Pinconning. Come by, say hello, or have that conversation on the phone or Zoom to get things started. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Thanks for joining us on today's program. For Kevin Ray, I'm Walter Storholt, and we will see you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.